Leicester. It's Chris Whitman. Good effort. Oh, it's in. Coverage was slotted home. Now he does so. Coverage has turned into the empty net. It's promotion to Doncaster Rovers. Can you believe what has happened in this last minute? Here? Now then, hello and welcome to episode 21 of the original Doncaster Rovers podcast, Podular Stand. Uh, my name is, as ever, Glenn Wilson, and joining me today is, well, absolutely. Nobody, but that's uh, that's life in tier four for you. Uh, but that's okay, as this is a podcast episode with with a difference, as with no Rovers fixtures at present due to coronavirus, and a lot of us, you know, essentially in lockdown all over again. I've put together a special Rovers quiz to keep you entertained. Fifty questions, yep, fifty uh, concerning Rovers in the twenty first century, January two thousand to the end of twenty twenty. Um, so yeah, grab yourself a pen and settle in. I mean, feel free to, to pause me here whilst you find said pen and paper. Got it? Good. Um, so we've eight rounds in total, and I'll give answers at the end of each round. Uh, no cheating, phones off, unless you're listening to this on your phone, obviously, and then you, you'll need it on, because otherwise well, you get it. Quiet at the bar, please. You know, Stop rustling your crisp packets. Um, and away we go, I suppose. And we'll start with uh, with round one. Five questions in this round. Uh, nine points on offer in total from these five questions. And these con- these questions uh, concern the years 2000 to 2005. Question one is probably the hardest question in the quiz, so don't be put off by this. Uh, question one. Who scored the first Doncaster Rovers goal of the 21st century? So question one again. Who scored the first Doncaster Rovers goal of the 21st century? Um, Feel free to pause after each. I'll read each question twice and then you can pause to, to think of your answer if you need that time. Question two. Which team did Rovers beat 2-1 in May 2001 to win the Sheffield and Hampshire Senior Cup for the first time since 1912? Question two again. Which team did Rovers beat 2-1 in May 2001 to win the Sheffield and Hampshire Senior Cup for the first time since 1912? Okay, question three. Who were the opponents when John Ryan made his solitary appearance for Rovers in the final league game of the 2002-03 season? Question three again. Who were the opponents when John Ryan made his solitary appearance for Rovers in the final league game of the 2002-03 season? Question four. Not counting penalty shootouts... Rovers scored five goals in the 2003 conference playoffs. That's the semi-finals, or semi-final both legs in the final. Which five players scored those goals? Question four again. Not counting penalty shootouts, Rovers scored five goals in the 2003 conference playoffs. Which five players scored them? 
and you'll get a point for each player you get correctly. On to question five. Which team did Rovers beat 2-0 at Bellevue to secure the 2003-4 third division title? So question five, last one of this round. Which team did Rovers beat 2-0 at Bellevue to secure the 2003-04 third division title? So there you go, that's all the questions for round one on the years 2000-2005. Time now for the answers to those questions. Question one, person who scored the first Rovers goal of the 21st century was Glenn Kirkwood. Scored the only goal in a 1-0 win against Sutton United on the 8th of January 2000. Question two, the team that Rovers beat 2-1 in May 2001 to win the Sheffield Hallandshire Senior Cup for the first time since 1912, I should add, was Emley. Rovers beating them 2-1 at Hillsborough. Question three, the opponents when John Ryan made his solitary appearance for Rovers in the final league game of the 2002-03 season, that was Hereford United. And question four, the, the five Rovers goal scorers in the 2003 conference playoffs, not including goals scored in, uh, in penalty shootouts, those players were Tristan Whitman, in the home semi-final, Paul Barnes in the away semi-final, and then in the final itself, Dave Morley, Paul Green, and of course, Sir Francis Tierney. Um, I'll forgive you for the Mr. Sir off this time. And question five, the team that Rovers beat 2-0 at Bellevue to secure the 2003-04 third division title was Cambridge United. Okay. On to round two. Five questions again in round two. Six points on offer in this round. And the subject of round two is James Coppinger. Couldn't really have a quiz of the 21st century without dedicating a whole round to that man. Okay, so we start with question six. Against which two sides has James Coppinger scored hat-tricks for Doncaster Rovers? Question six again. Against which two sides has James Coppinger scored Doncaster Rovers hat-tricks? Question seven. Against which team did Cops make his Rovers debut? Question seven again. Against which team did Cops make his Rovers debut? Question eight. What is the highest number of goals that James Coppinger has scored in a single Rovers season? Question 8 again. What's the highest number of goals that James Coppinger has scored in a single Rovers season? Now, question 9. James Coppinger has played alongside over 250 different teammates whilst at Rovers. In front of which goalkeeper has he played the most of those games? So again, question nine. James Coppinger has played over two hundred and fifty, uh, played alongside over two hundred and fifty different teammates whilst at Rovers. In front of which goalkeeper has he played the most times? And on a similar vein, question ten. 
which outfield player has Coppinger lined up again, lined up alongside, I should say, the most times whilst playing for Rovers? So question 10. Which outfield player has James Coppinger lined up alongside the most times whilst at Rovers? Okay. Pads down. Paper swapped, however you're marking this. Time now for the answers for round two. So question six, the two sides that James Coppinger has scored Rovers hat-tricks against are Southend United and Norwich City. Question seven, the team that James Coppinger made his Rovers debut against was Bradford City. It's away in August 2004. Question eight, the highest number of goals that Coppinger has scored in a single Rovers season is 10. That was the 2016-2017 season. Uh, question nine, the goalkeeper, which uh, Coppinger has played in front of the most times for Rovers, is Neil Sullivan. They've played 180 matches together for Rovers, competitive matches, I should say. And question 10, the outfield player that Coppinger has lined up alongside the most times at Rovers is James O'Connor. And they've played, they played 198 matches together for Rovers. Okay, on to round three. Five questions again. Seven points on offer this time. Um, this is the years 2006 to 2010. That's the subject of these questions. We start with question 11. Okay, so it's well known that Theo Street scored the final goal at Bellevue, but which Rovers player scored the penultimate goal at the old ground? Question 11 again. Theo Street famously scored the final goal at Bellevue, but which Rovers player scored the penultimate goal at the ground? Question 12. Who was the first Rovers player to be sent off at the Keepmote Stadium? Question 12 again. Who was the first Rovers player to be sent off at the Keepmote Stadium? Question 13. In 2007, Rovers won the Johnson's Paint Trophy at the Millennium Stadium. Now, three players from the starting lineups that day went on to pick up international caps. Which three players? So, in 2007, Rovers won the Johnson's Paint Trophy at the Millennium Stadium. Three players from the starting lineups that day went on to pick up international caps. Which three players? Question 14. In their first season in the Championship, Rovers were bottom of the table at Christmas, but in which position did they ultimately finish the season? So question 14 again. In their first season in the Championship, Rovers were bottom of the table at Christmas, but in which position did they ultimately finish? And question 15, last one of this round. In the summer of 2009, Rovers received their record transfer transfer fee for a player. But who was it for? So question 15. In the summer of 2009, Rovers received their record transfer fee for a player. But who was it for? Okay, 
Time now for the answers to round three. Uh, question 11. The penultimate goal scorer at Bellevue was Paul Heffernan. He scored the second goal in an FA Cup second round replay against Mansfield. Question 12. The first Rovers player to be sent off at the Keepnote Stadium was Gareth Roberts. He was one of uh, three players sent off in the opening game at the stadium against Huddersfield Town. Uh, question 13. In 2007, when Rovers won the Johnson's Paint Trophy final, three players from the starting lineups went on to pick up international caps. Those three were Brian Stock for Wales, Paul Green for the Republic of Ireland, and playing for Bristol Rovers, Ricky Lambert, who of course went on to pick up caps for England. Question 14. The position Rovers finished their first season in the Championship was 14th. And question 15. Rovers received their record transfer fee in the summer of 2009 for Matt Mills. It was a figure around £2 million that took him from Rovers to Reading. Okay, on to round four. Ten questions in this round, ten points on offer. Don't need me to tell you that's one question. Uh, the subject of this round is who am I? So I'm going to read you descriptions of ten footballers who've played for Rovers in the 21st century. And all you need to do is guess who they are. So, start with question 16. Born in Galway. I was signed for Doncaster Rovers in 2000 by Ian Snodden. I made just over 40 appearances for Rovers and later played for Coventry City in Brighton, but spent the bulk of my career in Ireland. Who am I? So question 16 again. Born in Galway, I was signed for Doncaster Rovers in 2000 by Ian Snodden. I made just over 40 appearances for Rovers and later played for Coventry City and Brighton but I spent the bulk of my career in Ireland. Who am I? Okay, on to the next one. Question 17. Born on Merseyside in 1975, I would have joined Liverpool in 1993, but for a failed medical. Instead, I spent five years at Crewe and later joined Rovers from Exeter City. I became a cult hero at Bellevue, but my career was ultimately cut short by injury. Seventeen again. Born on Merseyside in 1975, I would have joined Liverpool in 1993, but for a failed medical. Instead, I spent five years at Crewe and later joined Rovers from Exeter City. I became a cult hero at Bellevue, but my career was ultimately cut short by injury. Who am I? Question 18. Signed from Stocksbridge Park Steels for £12,000, I went on to play for Rovers in three different divisions, but in 170 appearances for the club, I never once scored a goal. Who am I? 18 again. Signed from Stocksbridge Park Steels for £12,000, I went on to play for Rovers in three different divisions, but in 170 appearances for the club, I never once scored a goal. Who am I? Question 19. 
Born in Liverpool, I joined Rovers in February 2004, having previously been let go by Barnsley. I played over 80 games for the club and was known for being pretty handy at free kicks. I left Bellevue in 2006 and was an unused substitute at the 2010 World Cup Finals. So 19 again. Born in Liverpool, I joined Rovers in February 2004, having previously been let go by Barnsley. I played over 80 games for the club and was known for being pretty handy at free kicks. I left Bellevue in 2006 and was an unused substitute at the 2010 World Cup Finals. Who am I? Number 20. Born in 1983, I began my career at Arsenal, but wouldn't taste first-team football until joining Bournemouth. I signed for Rovers from Burnley in 2008 and went on to make 50 league appearances for the club across two seasons in the Championship. Who am I? 20 again. Born in 1983, I began my career at Arsenal, but wouldn't taste first-team football until joining Bournemouth. I signed for Rovers from Burnley in 2008 and went on to make 50 league appearances for the club across two seasons in the Championship. Who am I? 21. Doncaster Rovers were my first professional club when I signed in 2009, having previously played non-league football in and around London. Since leaving Rovers, I have played for clubs in England, Scotland and the USA, and have picked up 12 caps for my country. Who am I? 21 again. Doncaster Rovers were my first professional club when I signed in 2009, having previously played non-league football in and around London. Since leaving Rovers, I have played for clubs in England, Scotland and the USA, and have picked up 12 caps for my country. Who am I? Question 22. I began my career at Stoke, but I'm perhaps best known for my six-year spell at Newcastle, where I played alongside James Coppinger. Having also played for Derby and Reading, I joined Rovers in 2012, featuring 16 times for the club in what would be my last season in the Football League. 22 again. I began my career at Stoke, but I'm perhaps best known for my six-year spell at Newcastle, where I briefly played alongside James Coppinger. Having also played for Derby and Reading, I joined Rovers in 2012, featuring 16 times for the club in what would be my last season in the Football League. Who am I? Question 23. Born in 1981, I was just 17 years old when I made my Premier League debut for West Ham. After eight years at Upton Park, I went on to play for Derby, Sheffield Wednesday and Millwall before joining Rovers in 2015. After a spell in India, I finished my career just last year playing in League One. 23 again. Born in 1981, I was just 17 years old when I made my Premier League debut for West Ham. After eight years at Upton Park, I went on to play for Derby, Sheffield Wednesday and Millwall before joining Rovers in 2015. After a spell in India, I finished my career just last year playing in League One. Who am I? Question 24. Born in 1998, I spent the 2017-18 season on loan at Rovers from a Premier League club. No longer in England, I am back playing in the top flight in the, of the country I have represented at all levels from under-16s to under-20s. Who am I?
24 again. Born in 1998, I spent the 2017-18 season on loan at Rovers from a Premier League club. No longer in England, I am back playing in the top flight of the country I have represented at all levels from under-16s to under-20s. And the last question from round four, question 25. Signed by Grant McCann, having made over 200 appearances for my previous club, I scored three goals for Rovers in my one full season with the club. I left on a free transfer in September 2019 and am now playing in League Two. Who am I? So 25 again. Signed by Grant McCann, having made over 200 appearances for my previous club. I scored three goals for Rovers in my one full season with the team. I left on a free transfer in September 2019 and I'm now playing in League Two. Who am I? Yes, that wraps up round four. Time for the answers for that round. Um, so, number 16, the player that was signed for Doncaster Rovers in 2000 by Ian Snodden was Colin Hawkins. Question 17, hopefully you all got this one. Born on Merseyside in 1975, failed a medical at Liverpool, it was Francis Tierney. Number 18, the player signed from Stocksbridge for 12 grand, who never scored a goal for Rovers, was of course Simon Marples. Question 19, the player born in Liverpool, who left, uh, it was pretty handy at free kicks and was an unused substitute at the 2010 World Cup Finals, was David Mulligan. Question 20, the player who began his career at Arsenal, but also played for Bournemouth and joined Rovers from Burnley, was John Spicer. Question 21, the player whose uh, first professional club was Rovers and they went on to play in England, Scotland and the USA and earned 12 caps was Mustafa Dumbaya. Question 22, the uh, player who began their career at Stoke was better known for their spell at Newcastle and played for Derby and Reading before joining Rovers was Andy Griffin. Question 23, the player who made their Premier League debut for West Ham age 17, spent eight years at Upton Park with going to Derby, Wednesday and Millwall before Rovers was Stephen Bywater. Question 24, the uh, player who uh, spent the 2017-18 season on loan at Rovers from the Premier League team and is now no longer in England was Rodney Congolo. And question 25, the player who was signed by Grant McCann made over 200 appearances for their previous club but only spent a year at Bellevue, uh, sorry, Bellevue, the Keepman Stadium. Uh, that was Ali Crawford. Okay, so now time to round five. We're now on to the years 2011 to 2015. Five questions, five points on offer. Away we go. So question 26, in April 2011, whose goal in a 1-1 draw with Leicester City at the Keepmate Stadium helped secure a fourth season of championship football for Rovers? 26 again, in April 2011, whose goal in a 1-1 draw with Leicester City at the Keepmate Stadium helped secure a fourth season of championship football for Rovers? Question 27, which of the following players brought in as part of Willie Mackay's experiment in 2011-12 
made the most appearances for Rovers. Was it Lamine Diatta, Harold Goulon, Frederick Piquion, or Habib Bomogo? So which of the following players brought in as part of Willie McKine's experiment in 2011-12 made the most appearances for Rovers? Was it Lamine Diatta, Harold Goulon, Frederick Piquion, or Habib Bomogo? Question 28. Who was Rovers' top scorer in the 2012-13 promotion season? Question 28 again. Who was Rovers' top goalscorer in the 2012-2013 promotion season? Question 29. Which player saw what would have been only his second ever professional goal chalked off? after Rovers' August 2013 match away at Charlton was abandoned at half-time. 29 again. Which player saw what would have been only his second ever professional goal chalked off after Rovers' August 2013 match away at Charlton was abandoned at half-time? And question 30. In February 2015, five different Rovers players got on the score sheet as Rovers won 5-0 in a League One match away at which club? Question 30 again. In February 2015, five different Rovers players got on the score sheet as Rovers won 5-0 in League One away at which club? Okay, time for the answers for that round. Um, this was the 2011-2015 round, round five. Question 26. The player whose goal in a 1-1 draw with Leicester secured Rovers' fourth season of championship football was Steve Brooker. Question 27. The player brought in as part of William McKay's experience who made the most appearances of that quartet was Frederick Piquion. He played eight times for Rovers. The others, Goulon, made six appearances. Bomogo, four. And Diata, of course, never featured. Answer to question 28. Rovers' top scorer in the 2012-13 promotion season was Billy Painter, with 15 goals. Uh, question 29. The player who uh, saw what would have, only, would have been only his second ever professional goal chalked off when Rovers' match at Charlton was abandoned at half-time was Paul Keegan. Uh, he scored the first goal in uh, the three Rovers scored in the first half there. Annoyingly for Keegan, although his goal was chucked off, his sending off that he also got in that half was still stood. Um, so double double whammy for Paul Keegan at the, the Valley that day. And the answer to question 30, uh, five different Rovers players got on the score sheet when Rovers won 5-0 away at Crawley Town. On to round six. Ten questions. In this round, 13 points on offer, and this round is dedicated to cup football. So all the questions are related to Rovers' performance in the various cups they've played so far in the 21st century. So we start with question 31. The 2003 conference playoff final wasn't Rovers' first experience of a golden goal. Which football league side did they knock out of the LDV Vans Trophy courtesy of a Neil Campbell golden goal? in 2000. So question 31 again. The, the 2003 conference player final wasn't Rovers' first experience of a golden goal. Which football league side did they knock out of the LDV Vans trophy courtesy of a Neil Campbell golden goal in 2000? Question 
Question 32. Against which team did Rovers lose 5-4 in a 2001-02 FA Trophy replay? Question 32 again. Against which team did Rovers lose 5-4 in a 2001-2002 FA Trophy replay? Question 33. The last time a non-league side defeated Rovers in an FA Cup tie was 2004. Which team was it? Question 33. The last time a non-league side defeated Rovers in an FA Cup tie was 2004. Which team was it? Question 34. Rovers' League Cup run of 2005-06 famously included wins over Manchester City and Aston Villa. But which other two sides did Rovers knock out of the competition that season? So question 34 again. Rovers' League Cup run of 2005-06 famously included wins over Manchester City and Aston Villa. But which other two sides did Rovers knock out of the competition that season? Question 35. The longest penalty shootout Rovers have ever been involved in happened during the 2006-07 League Cup. Who did Rovers defeat 8-7 at Bellevue? 35 again. The longest penalty shootout Rovers have ever been involved in happened during the 2006-07 League Cup. Who did Rovers defeat 8-7 at Bellevue? Question 36. At which non-league club did Rovers suffer an FA Cup first round postponement just minutes before kickoff? Question 36. At which non-league club did Rovers suffer an FA Cup first round postponement just minutes before kickoff? Question 37. The 2018-19 season brought Rovers' best ever FA Cup performance. But how many goals did the team score in total on their run to the fifth round? 37 again. The 2018-19 season brought Rovers' best ever FA Cup performance. How many goals did the team score in total on their run to the fifth round? Question 38. Which two teams have knocked Rovers out of both the League Cup and the FA Cup since the uh, start of this century? Question 38 again. So since the year 2000, two teams have knocked Rovers out of both the League Cup and the FA Cup. Which two teams are they? Question 39. Which two current Premier League teams have Rovers taken to FA Cup replays in the 21st century? So question 39. Which two current Premier League teams have Rovers taken to FA Cup replays in the 21st century? And question 40. Last one of this round. Since 2000, how many cup matches have Rovers played against Oldham Athletic? So since the year 2000, how many cup matches have Rovers played against Oldham Athletic?
Okay, time for the answers for round six, the cup round. Question 31. The team that Rovers knocked out of the LDV Vans Trophy with a Neil Campbell golden goal in 2000 was Rochdale. This was during the period where uh, eight teams from the conference were invited to take part in the trophy. Question 32. The team that Rovers lost 5-4-2 in an FA Trophy replay was Yeovil Town. Question 33. The last non-league side to defeat Rovers in FA Cup tie was Scarborough who, of course, uh, frustratingly went on to draw Chelsea in the next round. Question 34. The two other sides that Rovers knocked out of the League Cup, aside from Villa and Manchester City, were Wrexham and Gillingham. So you get a point for each of those you got right. Question 35. Uh, Rovers defeated Derby County 8-7 in a League Cup penalty shootout. So Derby County, the answer. Question 36, the non-league club where Rovers suffered an FA Cup uh, first round postponement just before kickoff was Western Supermare in 2014. Question 37, the total number of goals Rovers scored in the 2018-19 uh, FA Cup was 16. So it was 9 against Chorley in total, uh, 2 against Charlton, 3 against Preston and 2 against Oldham. Just checking my maths there. Yep, 16. Um, question 38. The two teams that have knocked out knocked Rovers out of both the League Cup and the FA Cup since the year 2000 are Crystal Palace. They knocked Rovers out of the League Cup in 2004 and the FA Cup in 2019. And Notts County, who knocked Rovers out of the League Cup in 2009 and the FA Cup in 2012. So you get a point for each of those that you got right. Similarly, a point for each of the right answers for question 39. The two current Premier League teams that Rovers have taken to FA Cup replays in the 21st century are Aston Villa in 2008-9 and Wolves in 2010-11. And question 40. The number of cup matches that Rovers have played against Oldham Athletic since the year 2000, so far, I should probably add, is seven, six FA Cup ties, and one game in the EFL Trophy. Okay, on to round seven. Five questions here, five points on offer. We're on to more recent years now because we're looking at 2016 to 2020, starting with question 41. On the 2nd of January 2016, Rovers convincingly beat Southend United 3-0 at Roots Hall with a performance that had some fans talking of a playoff push. How many league games did Rovers then go before their next victory? So, question 41. On the 2nd of January 2016, Rovers convincingly beat Southend United 3-0 at Roots Hall with a performance that had some fans talking of a playoff push. And of course, by some fans, I mean myself. How many league games did Rovers then go before their next victory? That's league games. Question 42. John Marquis was far and away Rovers' top scorer in the 2016-17 League 2 winning season, but which midfielder finished that campaign as the club's second highest scorer? So question 42. John Marquis was far and away Rovers' top scorer in the 2016-17 League 2 winning season, but which midfielder finished that campaign as the club's second highest scorer? 
Question 43. On their return to League One, Rovers' first win of the 2017-18 season came away at which former Premier League team? Question 43. On their return to League One, Rovers' first win of the 2017-18 season came away at which former Premier League team? Question 44. A 2-0 win over which team on the final day of the 2018-19 season secured Rovers' place in the League One playoffs? Question 44 again. A 2-0 win over which team on the final game of the 2018-19 season secured Rovers' place in the League One playoffs? And question 45. In 2019-20, Rovers were only awarded one penalty all season. Thankfully it was scored. Who scored it and who was it against? So in 2019-20, Rovers were only awarded one penalty all season. Thankfully, it was scored. Who scored it and who was it against? Okay, time now for the answers to round seven on the subject of 2016-2020. Uh, I did say at the start there was five points now for this round, but I, I think I'm going to make that six points, and I'll, I'll show you why in a minute. Uh, so the answer to question one, uh, after Rovers beat Southend 3-0 at Roots Hall and yours truly was convinced we were going to push to the playoffs, they went 16 matches before their next league victory. It was 4 draws and 12 defeats. Uh, that was league games. If you count the uh, Stoke City FA Cup game, it was 17, but it was league games we were looking for. Uh, question 42. John Marcus was top scorer in 2016-2017 when Rovers uh, were promoted from League 2. Who was the second highest scorer? It was Tommy Rowe with 13 goals. Question 43. Uh, Rovers' first win of the 2017-18 season came away at Blackburn Rovers. 3-1 victory there. Question 44. The team that Rovers beat 2-0 on the last day of the season in 2018-19 to secure a playoff place was Coventry City. And in question 45, in 2019-20, the only penalty Rovers rewarded all season came against Rotherham United, and it was scored by Ben Whiteman. I'll give you a point for each there, Whiteman and Rotherham United. Okay, so on to the final round. This is round eight. Five questions, 14 points on offer here. That's right. Triple, well, almost triple points. So round eight is general knowledge, of course, covering Rovers from the 21st century to date. So, question 46. Which of the following players has not finished a season as Rovers' top goalscorer this millennium? Dino Marmria, Andy Williams, Curtis Main, or Jason Price? So, which of the following players has not finished a season as Rovers' top goalscorer this millennium? Dino Marmria, Andy Williams, Curtis Main, or Jason Price? Question 47. Doncaster Rovers have played in the first competitive fixture at three new grounds in the 21st century. Which three grounds? Or stadiums, if you're feeling quite modern. 
Um, question 47. Doncaster Rovers have played in the first competitive fixture at three new stadiums in the 21st century. Which three stadiums? Question 48. Which of the following has not manufactured a Rovers kit in the 21st century? Nike, Asics, Vandenel, Viking Leisurewear. So question 48. Which of the following manufacturers has not made a Rovers kit in the 21st century? Nike, Asics, Vandenel, Viking Leisurewear. Question 49. Which Doncaster Rovers manager gave Danny Amos his Rovers debut? So question 49. Which Doncaster Rovers manager gave Danny Amos his Rovers debut? Okay, and now the big final question. Question 50. Eight players have scored hat-tricks for Rovers in the 21st century. Who are they? Now you might want to pause <laughs> for a while here to try and think of this, but I'll give you the question again. Question 50. Eight players have scored hat-tricks for Rovers in the 21st century. Who are they? As I say, you might want to pause there to give some time to think about question 50. But I'll give you the answers now for round 8, general knowledge round. Question 46. The player who uh, had not finished a season as Rovers' top goalscorer this millennium was Curtis Main. The other three all had Dino Marmario in uh, 1990-2000, Jason Price, joint top scorer in 2007-8, and Andy Williams in 2015-16. So the answer was Curtis Main. Question 47. The three new stadiums at which Rovers have played in the first competitive fixture this millennium are the Amex Stadium, Brighton, Plough Lane, Wimbledon, and of course, the Keepmo Stadium. You get a point for each of those. Question 48. The manufacturer that had not uh, made a Rovers kit in the 21st century was Asics. They made Rovers shirts in 98-99, but not in the uh, in the 21st century, whereas Van Den Elle, Viking Leisurewear and Nike all had. Question 49. The Rovers manager who gave Danny Amos his debut was Darren Ferguson in August 2016. Okay, and the big... Final question, the eight players to have scored hat-tricks for Doncaster Rovers in the 21st century. You get a point for each of these that you get right. Uh, in order, I think these are in consecutive order, uh, Michael McIndoe against Bristol Rovers, Leo Fortune West against Leighton Orient, James Coppinger, as we touched on earlier in the quiz with two, against Southend United and Norwich, Nathan Tyson against Scunthorpe United, Andy Williams against Yeovil, John Marquis against Grimsby, Alfie May against Chorley, and Ben Whiteman against Southend United. Just list those again for you. The eight players were Michael McIndoe, Leo Fortune West, James Coppinger, Nathan Tyson, Andy Williams, John Marquis, Alfie May, and Ben Whiteman. So that's that then. Uh, add up your total, see how you did. The maximum you could have got for this quiz is uh, well, it's 70 because I gave you an extra point for the uh, penalty. So the maximum from the quiz is 70. 
So if you got that, then you must be John Coyle. Well done, John. Um, anything over, I'd say anything over 50 will be a, be a pretty impressive score. So well done if you uh, if you manage that. Try not to post any spoilers for others on, on social media or forms. Ever let everyone else have a, have a fair bash at it. Um, I mean, let us know how you got on if you want. Not really fussed, if I'm completely honest. It took me long enough to write the thing. Uh, but there you go. I hope you enjoyed that. Something a bit different for you to, to do on the on these empty uh, match days that we've got in January due to the uh, due to the virus. So uh, yeah, hope you hope you uh, enjoyed that. Um, I'll be back with the next instalment of Podular Stands, the Popular Stand podcast, on the first weekend of next month. And the the plan is to um, bring you a new episode. Uh, on the first weekend of every month beyond that too throughout 2021 where I'll be I'll be joined by uh, familiar names from the uh, from the fanzine maybe from beyond the fanzine too we will see what it brings um so all that remains to say is uh, all the best for 2021 stay safe and until next time I'll see you